0: So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host Kenny Dusso, and today we are talking about lessons that I learned from Brad Lee at his Limitless Arena speech. Now for those who don't know and who haven't listened to the last couple of episodes of the podcast, last Saturday I was at an event called Limitless Arena in Salt Lake City, Utah, and basically it was the craziest lineup of entrepreneurial speakers in history. And one of the speakers, I've done a couple of episodes already. So after you watch this one, after you listen to this one, make sure you check out the previous two episodes of the show to learn what I learned listening to David Goggins and Tim Grover, both absolute superstars, human beings. Today we're going into Brad Lee. Now, Brad Lee is a businessman, he runs the Dropping Bombs podcast. He has a massive organization that makes millions and millions and millions of dollars every year and we talked he talked about a bunch of different things but i'm going to tell you a story that he told on stage which was super cool and he said when he was a little kid i think like 10 or 11 years old he was with his dad and they were at a hotel and you know all of a sudden there was like a lot of people out out in the lobby and when they kind of figured out what was going on elvis was at the hotel elvis presley this was you know maybe a year or two ago and so he he His dad turns to him and he says, hey, do you want to meet Elvis? And he goes, yeah, definitely, absolutely. And then they saw this big lineup of people and this big crowd, and his dad turns to him and goes, you know, there's a lot of people here. I guess we're not going to be able to meet Elvis. And he said, even at 10 or 11 years old, he turns back to his dad and he goes, what do you mean? Yeah, we are. And then he said, well, no, buddy, like we can't get through. There's so many people here. And he turns to his dad, and while his dad saw the obstacle of all these people in front of him, Brad said what he saw was the openings between all of their legs and the path to get to the door where he'd be able to meet Elvis. So he took off, started weaving in and out of all these people's legs, made it through, made it past, you know, the security and everybody, and actually got to meet Elvis Presley. And the reason that story was important and what you guys can take away from it is when other people saw obstacles, he saw a path. And that was the first lesson that he talked about was don't let yourself see the obstacles. If you look at whatever you're trying to achieve, so a lot of people listen to this show, that's a career in mixed martial arts, boxing, whatever different type of martial art or sport that you're in. When other people see obstacles, find the opportunity. So as an example, one of the big obstacles that I find a lot of people in this space see is either financial or time so let's talk about financial first if you're sitting here right now and you're like well yeah i want to you know improve my training and do all this stuff but money's really tight the first place that a lot of people go is money's really tight so i need to save money so i can't be going to the gym anymore because that costs money and i can't hire a coach because that costs money and i can't you know spend extra on nutrition because that costs money whereas those are all the obstacles. Those are all the easiest things to see. There's a crowd in front of you, you can't make it through, you can't see all this. Whereas what you need to do if you wanna make it further and you wanna create those opportunities for yourself is you need to find the opportunity within the obstacle. So as the example, the financial obstacle, things are too tight, you can't spend money on this, that, or the other thing because of all that you've got going on in your life, now where's the opportunity? So if you're not at the gym right now because you can't afford it, what are you using that time doing? What you should be using that time doing is figuring out a way to make money so that you can get back into the gym. What you should be spending that time doing is figuring out some sort of deal that you can get a sponsorship from your gym so that you can go in and train either at a discounted rate or free if possible. But people are too busy seeing the obstacle. They're too busy seeing the reason they can't do it Instead of finding the opportunity and figuring out the reasons that they can actually get there. So moving past that, one of the best quotes from his whole speech, which I think I've heard before from somebody else. But one of the best quotes that Bradley talked about was if you want to raise your net worth, you need to raise your self-worth. And a lot of people talk about if you want to raise your net worth, you need to raise you need to raise your network. So, like hanging around higher level people and all that. But what I really liked about this one is if you want to raise your net worth, you need to raise your self-worth. So he's talking about if you want to make money, you need to be worth more as a human. You need to have higher level skills. You need to, you know, put yourself in better situations. You need to learn. There are so many things that you need to do that are going to allow you to reach those kind of levels. And that's what a lot of people struggle with because again, they want to, you know, reach higher levels in their sport. They want to start they want to make more money. They want to achieve higher level things, but they're not doing anything different to be worth it. And this is no disrespect to anyone who has actually asked me this question, but I get approached quite often and asked if I can train somebody for free. And you know, this, oh, yeah, like, you know, just, just do it for me for free because, like, I'm going to be great one day. And you know what? Maybe you would. And maybe it's a missed opportunity on my side. But what you've got to ask yourself when you come to somebody and you ask that question, you ask for something from them, what is in it for them? You know, why is that a good opportunity for me to do what other people pay me a good amount of money to do for free for you? and I'm gonna be great one day isn't enough of a reason because there's nothing to actually back that up yet. And again, I don't mean that as any form of disrespect to any person who has asked me that question, it's just perspective, right? Whereas if a high level UFC fighter that has a massive following and potential to bring me in a whole bunch more clients came to me and said, hey, train me for free and I'll provide you with X, Y, and Z, now that's a much more lucrative opportunity for me to give away a free service. Right? So by raising their self-worth, by being at a higher level, by having those achievements under their belt, now they're able to create better opportunities for themselves. Right, So just a good perspective shift that if you want to raise your net worth or if you want to raise your status of any kind, really, you need to show and you need to start creating more self-worth within that as well. I hope that makes sense. Now, the last thing, I wanted to go through those pieces a little bit faster, because the last thing that I want to talk about is he, Brad Lee gave his seven tips for success, and I thought they were all really interesting, so I'm gonna go through all of them and just talk a little bit about like how I interpreted them, and then hopefully give you guys some value on that as well. So, the seven tips for success, number one is forgive yourself. And this one was really interesting because I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk enough about, but we put limitations on ourselves due to things that happened in the past. You know, one of the most common areas that I see this in in people, and I know I've been guilty of this as well, is in relationships. You know, if you dealt with maybe a partner who cheated on you, you take that trust issue into your next relationship because you've dealt with this thing in the past, And you feel like you're gonna have to deal with it again. But by doing things like that and by holding on to these things from our past, we're putting limitations on what could happen in the future. And whether it's something like a relationship or just, you know, if you've done bad shit in the past, even if you've cheated on a partner in the past, you know, I'm not gonna say that that's okay because I don't believe that it is, but you need to learn how to forgive yourself and be able to move forward if you wanna see success in future relationships. Now this applies to literally everything. You can't set a limitation on yourself due to something that you've something that you've done, or an action, or anything from the past. So the first step to success from this talk was forgiving yourself, forgiving past actions, forgiving bad shit that you've done, and moving on and trying to be a better person and learning from it. Now number two was do what you say you're going to do, and this is super simple. Guys, the path to becoming a high-level athlete is out there. The blueprint's out there. You've seen it thousands of times before. You hear athletes talk about what they've done to achieve the things that they've achieved in their careers. Yet somehow people still every day are waking up going, how do I need to train to get better? It's like there's 400 million different ways that you can train that'll get better. But you're so stuck in trying to do it perfect that you're not just taking action. But if you set a schedule and you said, this is what I'm gonna do, and then you stick to that schedule for a long time, you're gonna make way more fucking progress than if you're trying to be perfect with everything and not actually taking any action. So do what you say you're gonna do. Number three was stack wins. And when he said stack wins, what I really liked is he really reinforced, don't just stack wins, stack your wins. Whatever a win is to you, that counts. You can't let someone else tell you what a win is. So as an example, if you're newer to the sport right now and your win is that I showed up to the gym every day because you know life's a little crazy, you got a lot more going on, but my goal is to show up every single day and you showed up every single day, that's a win. Even if you didn't have the greatest session every day, right now you said that's my goal to be at the gym every day, to train every day, to put the time in every day, and you did it. That's a win, regardless of someone else thinking that, you know, well, everybody shows up, so that's not a big deal. If that's a win for you, you're stacking wins. So you got to stop looking at what a win means to somebody else and start just focusing on what a win means to you. Now, number four, and this one is massively important, is get rid of negative people. Get rid of negative people. Now, this one is tough because a lot of the time those negative people are people that are close to you friends, family, whoever it might be. But one of the best things you can ever, ever, ever do for yourself is get rid of the negative people around you. And the reason that's so important is because every time you talk about a goal that you're trying to achieve, every time you talk about progress that you're working towards making, every time you talk about changing, advancing, growing, and you have that person rolling their eyes at you or telling you, oh, come on, why are you so focused on this or why does this matter so much? You know, just chill, just come out and drink with us, whatever it might be. That's taking away from the goals that you have, the goals that you set, what success actually means to you. And by letting these people take away from that, you are moving away from who you want to become because of the opinions of other people you got to get rid of those people and start surrounding yourself with people that are actually going to support your growth, support your development, support your changes. Now, number five is map out what success actually means to you. This is something that as soon as this one was said, I knew I wanted to speak about this on the podcast because... This is something I run into every day. I have conversations with a lot of athletes, especially over the last month or so. My social media has been exploding, like seventy, eight hundred followers or something in the last 30 days, which is fantastic and I'm super grateful for it. But a lot of the time when I have these conversations with athletes, I'll say, you know, what's your goal for fighting? What do you want to accomplish? And I have a lot that'll i say right away, you know, UFC double champion. I want to be the best that's ever done, it, and I want everybody to know my name. And then I'm like, okay, why? And right, they got no answer. And now, I'm not saying that that means that they don't actually want that, but what I want you to ask yourself is if you have a goal like that, do you want to be a UFC double champion because you truly want to be a UFC double champion? You want all the training hours, you want all the pressure, you want that life? Or do you want to be that because it sounds cool to say you want to be that? Because there's no right answer or wrong answer in these questions. And that's something that even for myself I've gone back and forth on quite a lot. I've gone through parts of my career as a coach where I'm like, yeah, I want to run 10 gyms and have, you know, 50 world champion athletes across all these different organizations. And then I've had other parts of my career where I'm like, man, you know, just my one gym and you know 20 30 athletes and you know that's a, that's pretty nice life. I'd be happy with just keeping it there. But as I started to figure that out, I started to realize that I like the growth. I like the pressure. I like seeing how far I can go and where I can bring my athletes. So I match my work ethic and I match my day to day with my ambition. But if you tell me you wanna be a UFC double champion and then you're taking a month off of training because, oh, I'm just not motivated right now, Guess what? You don't want to be a UFC double champion because a UFC double champion doesn't take a month off training because they're not motivated. Plain and simple. So mapping out what success actually means to you is a crucial part of this because success means something different to everybody. Some people want to have a couple of pro fights because they want to transition over to coaching and they want to live their life as a coach helping other athletes. And if that's you, that is fucking awesome. Trust me, I'm a coach. It's fun. It's a great way to make a living. If your goal truly is, you know, be in the spotlight, make the millions, win the UFC belts, all of that, because, like, the idea of living that life and having that pressure and that work ethic every day excites you, fuck yes. But map out what it actually is for you. Do you want that pressure or do you want to, you know, live a little bit more of a relaxed life, not maybe make it as far as an athlete, but have that platform lead into something else? If that's what you actually want, not what you think you should say you want, fuck yeah, that's what you should be going for. So map out what success actually means to you. Now, number six, always be seeking new information. Now, this one is super important, and actually, I'm going to speak to something that happened this morning. I got a a notification that somebody shared something that I posted to my stories, and I'm not going to go into who it was or anything like that. But basically, they shared a video about an anaerobic alactic circuit, and on that video, they typed over it basically saying bullshit, and then just going on about how training energy systems is bullshit, and if you want to get better at fighting, just fight more. Uh, Paraphrasing a little bit, but the whole idea with that is you need to be seeking new information. People who see something about like, hey, here's a way that you can improve your training and go, this is bullshit. To me, what that says is this disagrees with my methods and I'm not hoping to learn something new. Whereas a lot of people and a lot of pretty high level people have seen similar videos to that one and they've sent me a message and they've been like, oh, I've never seen something like this before. Can you tell me a little more? And it's like, even if they decide they don't like it and they don't decide to you know, start using this kind of training, that's an open minded person. That's someone who sees something different and they go, hmm, is this going to help me? Not see something different and go, fuck that guy. And that kind of attitude of actually seeing and being open minded to the potential that this might help you, that's the kind of attitude that's going to help you rise above the ranks. And the reason that's so important is because you're not going to use every piece of information you find on the internet. But if your attitude is just, this isn't what I think, therefore it's bullshit and fuck you, then you're gonna miss out on a lot of really good information. You're gonna miss out on a lot of potential to grow and a lot of potential to improve. But if you take that same piece of new information and you ask yourself, how can this help me? What can this do for me? How can this benefit me? Even if you decide in the end that it's not good, You're gonna learn because every once in a while, even if every five videos that you watch, you only take something out of one of them. That's still one more thing you're adding to your arsenal. That's still one more thing you're doing to improve. And that's still one more way that you're going to improve past the people that are not open to learning. And the final thing, and this one I think is probably the most important of all, is focus on what actually matters. See, a year ago, getting a comment like that same one that I was just talking about would have ruined my whole day. Oh my God, someone thinks that the thing I put out is bad and they made a post, they made a post about it like that would have eaten at me all day. This time, I saw it and honestly, my first reaction was still just that like little bit of anxiety. And then about 10 seconds later, I was like, well, time to move on. <laughs> and, it's, and it's fucking fine. It doesn't matter. If somebody doesn't like something that I have to say, that's fine. Don't listen and then focus on what actually matters focus on the vision my vision is still to help athletes understand how to train smarter to help athletes learn how to build their dream careers my mission my vision and my mission is so much bigger than any one person that thinks something that i said is bullshit that that doesn't matter anymore so i had that 10 seconds of you know anxiety and then after that immediately i refocused on I've got athletes with fights coming up, so I'm going to spend a little bit of time working on their programs, tweaking things that need to be tweaked. And I've got, you know, a couple of people that are asking me questions in my DMs on Instagram. So I'm going to get back to them, and I'm going to have a little bit more of a conversation. I got back to the things that are actually important. So for you guys, the same thing. If you're training and you have a teammate say something shitty to you, I don't know, whatever it might be, don't spend the time focusing on that. Spend the time focusing on what's going to help you improve. And the last little piece that I wanted to put on that before we wrap it up, because we've gone a little longer than normal, is learn when to say no. You know, When you're focusing on the things that matter, you're focusing on building your dream career, your dream life, and then you've got that old friend from high school that's always trying to get you to come out drinking, always trying to get you to come do a bunch of other stupid shit. Learn to be like, hey man, you know, I love you. I appreciate you, but I'm not doing this shit anymore. Like I've got bigger goals. I've got more important ways to spend my time. I'm not coming out. To, I'm not coming out on Friday night drinking with you anymore. Because every time you do those things and you let that pull you further from the goals you have, you've got nobody to blame for that but yourself. You know, I've had athletes tell me, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm really, really trying hard, but like, you know, this friend kind of keeps pulling me out drinking." Cool. Tell him fucking no. That's it. You know, and by learning when to say no and by learning how to better focus your time and energy, you're going to put yourself in such a better position. So, guys, I hope you got some value from that. I hope you learned a little something. If you did, I would love to know what it was. Make sure to shoot me a message across any of my social media platforms. All the info on how to do that will be in the show notes below. So I appreciate you all. As always, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.